Hello friends, how are you? How are you getting on? My name is Colum and today I'm joined by Jade who is a teacher, a mental health advocate, a future podcaster and a coffee expert having frequented every coffee shop between Dunleary and Greystones and tasted everything on the menu. So Jade, how are you? Good, that's some intro. There you go. True behind every, especially the coffee bit, especially the coffee oh bit. If you're looking God. for any advice on coffee, check her out. Um, so Jay's starting up her own podcast. It's about mindset and just about well-being and mental health. And uh, she wants to just have a chat about how it's going to go. So Jay, what um, motivated you to want to start up your own podcast? Oh, here you talk about putting me on the spot. <laughs> um, I don't know, like I've just always been real passionate about like mindset and having an optimistic outlook on life. So... That's kind of really it. What do, what do you think is your kind of, what's your ritual for a good mindset? Good mindset is having self-belief really and believing that you can kind of achieve whatever you want once you put your head to it. I love that. And would you like use like a like law of attraction or a vision board? or? I am obsessed with the law of attraction and vision boards and... I just believe, like, if you put out positive vibes, you'll attract positive vibes. And we, like, obviously, if you put the work in. Yeah. But if you constantly think in a state of negativity, you're gonna attract more negative into your life. Yeah, light attracts light, and it's whatever we can manifest into our lives. Like, you know what I mean? And that's the thing. If you're, if you're having negative thoughts all the time, you're, you're gonna, uh, like, the universe is gonna put negativity in front of you. And it's the same with positive thoughts. Like, if you're, like, the universe is a giant mirror. So if you're kind of angry or if you're judgmental, you'll tend to meet angry and judgmental people like you know what I mean it's like the guy gets out of bed the wrong side and he's oh I'm having a hard day and he get, opens the fridge there's no milk for his tea and then he jumps in the car and he gets the red lights and he's late for work and it's like everything just grows into the other and then when you can kind of just see the I suppose the gratitude or the, or the positive in life you tend to just have an easier day like when you can kind of change your mindset and it's like it's like the two prisoners in the prison cell like one one of them is out looking out the window at the muck and the other guy is looking up at the stars so security things having a, a better day just by noticing the simple things like you know i totally agree especially with like what you kind of do you ever hear the saying your vibe attracts your tribe 100%. so like what you put out there you're going to attract into your life that's what i truly believe yeah no that, that's it exactly and it is that thing that even even gratitude always look out for the simple things and, and the stuff to be grateful for and the stuff that like it could be going for a walk connecting with nature you know getting in the sea you know just communicating with other people you know little little simple things like that to be grateful for and you know when you're grateful for the simple things like all this all goodness starts to manifest in your life when like, you go chasing a nice shiny thing in the distance you'll never get it because you'll never be properly like satisfied because if you're chasing success you'll never be satisfied but if you're chasing good lifestyle a good mindset and um you know a happy life you'll, you'll have a satisfied life like, you know? no i completely agree like i even i remember there was a time in my life that i actually used to live in like i'll be happy when i have this or i'll be happy when i get there like i remember when i first started college for three years i was like oh i'll be happy when i get that degree and then you get there and you don't have that sense of fulfillment that's not like that's not realistic so i think it's so important to bring yourself back to the present and realize that all we ever have is the present day yeah 100 and it is that thing that like destination addiction you know you see something in the distance and you're like oh if only i get that outcome or that item or that if i go off to that place or if i get that relationship or that promotion or if i get that pat on the back of my boss you know but the problem is we get there 
will, will, and slow, will, will, will temporarily feel, oh, this is okay. And then straight away the head's going, okay, what next? You know what I mean? Right, what next? And for me, it wasn't about just getting a goal because every time we got a goal, it'd be at marathons or even when it was back when I was competing and I'd win, I'd win a fight. And everything I invested into this thing, as soon as we get this, I'll be happy. Then I'll start to I'll finally like myself. I'll start to feel worthy and hopefully other people like me and then I'll, I'll like who I am. And then every time we got to that place, it was just like, right now what? You know, I got, I got a small feeling of a buzz and then it was like, right now what do I do? And so for me, it's about finding something that gives me a sense of joy, gives me a sense of purpose and something that makes me happy. And the difference between work and fun is joy, you know what I mean? So if you can do something that, as you said, brings you into the moment, that makes it, I don't know, it just makes you feel complete, like, you know what I mean? Honestly, that, that's what I agree. Like, I believe consistency is key as well. Like, if you consistently do something, not just for the end goal and enjoy the process at the same time, you're basically yeah. living a happy life, really. But, that, but that's it, like, and, and it's not always about the goal. It's about the journey to get the goal. Like, if you were to, say if you had a genie right now and every time you ask for something like I want this I want this PB or I want this body or I want this bank account I want this relationship or this car or this job and this genie's here and he's clicking his fingers and you're getting all that stuff and then you'll be like right now what you know and I want this I want that and you know you eventually get depressed because you'll be waking up out of bed going like what what I've no hustle I've no work what what's the point of Get going on and we want to work towards you know and it's the work that we put in between where we are now and where we are going that where we want to be that's that really matters like you know if you say i want to do a marathon this year and all them training sessions that got you out of bed you started to develop a why you know you're going oh we're out and running the rain but then that goal is your why that's it's the motivator then you get the goal it's it's nice it wears off after a day you wake up the next day and like right now what but so it's not about achieving the goal it's it's the motive it's the motivation and the pursuit that the goal gives us you know the no, journey. i agree like even on that point when you mentioned about the genie like that's kind of the law of attraction because the universe gives you all these things to take place and like have them opportunities whereas we can be blind to them sometimes like so i believe that like everything happens for a reason and every person comes into your life for a reason and every situation that you're faced with good or bad happens to make you the person that you are yeah that's it and that see that's a really good mindset to see right what can i learn here what's mm. the lesson in this you know what i mean what's this person teaching me either like when you get into a relationship you know and it doesn't work out you're either gonna like you, you've learned something there you know what i mean it's like that thing when you you know someone you're either gonna find your soulmate or find a teacher like you know what i mean and learn something about mm. yourself and you know people come into a life it could be for seasons, reasons are there for life, but there is always something to learn from it. Rather than saying the the, the victim mindset being like my why me when things don't go your way, if you have the survivor mindset and say, right, what now? What can I do? What what can I do to better myself? What can I do to learn from this? You know, if it's a I didn't get that job interview or I got I wasn't I didn't pass that test, I didn't pass the exam, I didn't get into college. It's like saying, right, what now can I do? Like, kind of, how can I better myself? How can I come back stronger? Like, because the world's full of kind of life is it's just challenges in itself. It's like waves, you know. Sometimes waves are big and they knock us down, and sometimes they're small and subtle. But no matter how big the wave is, it always passes, and it's just about saying, right, how can I get up and get going? Like, you know. No, that's so true. Like, honestly, like I think you're very small-minded if you think you're gonna go through life and just have a peaceful life that's linear. Like, that's not realistic like yeah. you're always gonna have challenges but 
basically looking at them like, okay, I love this term, like, uh, something's going to be a, a big blessing or it's going to be a big lesson, really. Yeah, I love that, yeah. yeah so, like, that's how I look at things. Like, we, we get more, we gain more from them rock bottoms than we do from the mountaintops. And people don't realise that you spend our days trying to run away and numb pain and challenges, but we get more out of our challenges. And when the times are good, we take them for granted. When times are bad, we kind of change. And so, you know, you're, that, that discomfort that we feel, the need for change, you know, that's our motivator. And the only thing that will change me is when we present state gets more painful than the thought of that change. You know what I mean? Yeah. So for me, if someone's going to have a good day, you know, fair play. You know, if someone's having a bad day or going through a really hard time, you know, I envy them because there's some amazing, you know, triumphs going to unfold soon. Like, you know what I mean? Because I, I look back at my own life and every massive achievement I've ever succeeded what came from my motivator was pain. My motivator was being unhappy with where I am. I want to change this. And that pushed me to that change. You know what I mean? When I got an education, when I got sober, when I got fit, you know, I didn't like where I was. And it was the pain of not liking where I was that motivated me. So pain is not like an inconvenience. It's 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 vital. It's essential. And if anything, it's probably you know happiness is gonna be an inconvenience because it can slow us down at times. You know, and but either state never lasts. You know, the happiness fades, and so does the pain and the hard times fade. You know, which which is important too because if we were always happy, we wouldn't get out of bed, and then if we were always painful, we'd never feel satisfied. Like you know. Yeah, no, that's so true. I think so many of us live a life just striving to be perfect as well. When, like in reality, perfect is not real. Yeah, perfect is it's a material, materialistic uh, ideology. You yeah. know what I mean? That if you buy this product, if you buy this house, you buy this car, you'll have that big smile, the white teeth, and the happy family, like you see in the TV. Yeah. And that's where you get your happiness from. Yeah. So people are like saying, oh, I don't feel good. Now maybe if I that thing on the TV, if I chase that, if I buy that, then I'll be happy. Like, and um, you know, when it's fucking. It's just marketing. Like I remember when I was a kid and the Christmas be coming up and you see the ads and you see these kids playing with these, these uh, I think it was like Buckaroo and Operation and you see them ah, they'd be playing that for hours and you boy get it off Santi and it comes round and it's just shit like, you know, it's just not as cool as it looked on the TV, like, you know but what I mean? On that note, like, I've often seen, like, even my little cousin and stuff, she'd get stuff for Christmas and she'd have more fun out of the box what? than she would the actual toy. Oh, it's, it's <laughs> mad, isn't it? But that just goes to show, like, it's the small things in life that mean more. It's uh, and, and see, that's the thing, like, I needed to go on that big, mad, complicated, materialistic journey of touching all them stoves, going down all them dead ends, realising that that nice, shiny thing in the distance won't make me happy. Like, the simple things of just getting into the sea, going for a run, having good, you know, good, pure conversations with people, I'm sitting with nature, drinking good coffee. You know, um, you know, just stuff that satisfies my soul. Because before it was satisfying uh, society's expectations, mm. it wasn't satisfying my own expectations. I'm not, not even as well my own expectations. And I think that's a lot of time where bad mental health comes from. You know, where we had this uh, perfection, this perfected, perfectionated <laughs> expectation. Like, yeah, you know no, what I mean? That so I, 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 I want to fucking you know score a hundred goals in a two-minute match. It's like you can't and if I don't and if I nearly do it's not good enough and if I don't it's terrible and if I do I, sh I could have done better anyway like yeah. you know and it's like I think that all comes back to like belief in yourself and that's something I would have struggled with for actually such a long time is actually having any belief in myself and realising that like 
you don't have to bash yourself or beat yourself down like if you don't get something straight away or like that's why I look at the journey as the better part like enjoy the now enjoy the journey and like you said about pain like you do have to go through a lot of pain like I personally hit rock bottom and that's why my mindset is so evolved and how it is now like other than that I would have always lived in the state of I'll be happy when I have that car or I'll be happy when I have that college degree I'll be happy when I'm in a full-time job and in reality like you have to look inwards and be happy with yourself and not the external things because the external things can change like a relationship or like anything else yeah, yeah it's so true and like I think I, I developed that um, I'm not good enough from a, from a young age you know I had mm. this negative baseline opinion of myself and I spent most of my life trying to disprove it mm -hmm. that I, I wasn't likeable or lovable or acceptable as I was by my natural default yeah. that I needed to become something or earn something or do something or be someone and that's that's when the, that's when the the uh, unease with myself started when I yeah. from a young age I said as I am isn't good enough and if we play this character if we morph into this the hard man or the boxer or yeah. the, the funny guy or the football expert then people will accept me deep down terrified that they find out that the real column they, and they don't like them and I'm, I'm rejected and that was my yeah. real fear like, but that's know? the fear of failure as mm. well and then like rejection I feel like you should be yourself because like if you're constantly yourself and unique you'll attract the right people yeah. around you not the fake ones yeah, yeah. and like I feel like you have to go through times like that like I went through stuff like that I remember going back to school and it's an experience I never ever forget I was applying for college at the time and my mentor turned around to me and was like oh but Jade like what if you don't get enough points to be a teacher like what are you going to do then like what's your backup plan and that was almost like that was really disheartening for me because I was like no this is what I want to do so for someone to tell you that you're not going to make it almost like I let that knock me for such a long time being like oh I'm not good enough to be a teacher and then I feel like when you shift your mindset and you're like why not me like I can do whatever I want and whatever I put my mind to I love that yeah I love that and that's 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 the growth there that's the strength that we can develop that you know that straight away we're gonna know I am good enough and that was my thing is that when I learned to become my own best friend my own cheerleader <laughs> my own validator to say that I don't need to get it from external things I don't need to, I don't need to feel good enough I don't need to have a big bank account or in order for people to like me I don't need to get all this engagement on on social media or in order for you know to feel healthy I have to be ripped or in order to fucking you know be successful I have to have a nice car you know all these unrealistic expectations what yeah. I needed was to become my own best friend to start to like who I am start to adore myself and that was and to realise that I'm like this was one of my mantras that I say on a daily basis that I am good enough regardless that yeah. no matter what's going on around me what I have what I don't have to know that I'm good enough and because of that I, I like who I am today I love spending time on my own company yeah. I can go travelling on my own I can go for sea dips on my own runs on my own you know I enjoy spending time with myself but there was a time where I really didn't like who I was I'd do anything to get away from myself I didn't like sitting in my own company I need to constantly be around people yeah. I need to be constantly doing something because I just felt so uncomfortable in my own skin and then like what you said I've gone through that hitting that rock bottom with my own mental health I realised I'm doing the work on myself that shit like what I mean, no one else was ever giving me a hard time yeah. you know it was me it was yeah. me torturing myself my own inner critic and my own thoughts yeah. and when I started to kind of be not to attach to them negative thoughts realise that the feelings are real 
but the events aren't. That yeah. I think the worst case scenario, you know, someone said, what does, what's an abbreviation for fear? Is future events appearing unreal. Yeah. You know, and we can, oh shit, this is gonna happen, or I was talking to a friend the other day, and he had a headache, and he convinced himself he had a tumor because he Googled the symptoms, yeah. like, you know, and, and then he was having panic attacks and all, and it's like how a thought can yeah. lead to, like our thoughts can lead to make us feel happy, our thoughts can make us feel sad, our thoughts can make us feel depressed, our thoughts can make us feel joyful, can make us feel high, can make us feel low. Like that's the power our thoughts can have. And when I suppose it's like meditation and things like that, the ability to observe my thoughts and detach and just look at them as if you're watching a film and just watch them flow in and flow out. And you talk about manifestation and, and energy and anything I give energy to will grow, yeah. including my thoughts. So if I'm constantly putting the spotlight on negative thoughts and negative assumptions, I'm going to live in that as if it's real. You yeah. know what I mean? Like if I was, if you were to come up and say, Colin, you know what? You're, you're a sap. You're an accident, yeah. sap. That, that would work. You know, that, yeah, that, that, of that would work my feelings. But if I was to sit here and just to get the thought, that Jade walks up and give, says, Colin, do you know what? You're a sap. You're an absolute sap. I'd feel just as hurt yeah. by the thought compared to the real, actual life experience. So yeah. it's about me saying, like, that's the power that my thoughts have. So yeah. I needed to do that inner, like, inner exploring to say, why am I believing my thoughts? You know what I mean? And trying to replace them with thoughts that will serve me and empower me and, yeah. and, you know, and support my growth. You know but I mean? even on that note in regard to like emotions and your mindset and stuff like that i realized that i was so hard on myself like i can be so nasty in my own head to myself and i'm like why if you wouldn't speak to someone you love like that why do you speak to yourself like that yeah it's, it's crazy isn't yeah it? it's so but your head is so powerful like yeah it's cunning yeah but your like your head doesn't know what's reality and what's not so like what you tell your head you ultimately attract and will become your reality yeah yeah, it's so true. So what um what was your rock bottom that you think was your catalyst for change? Okay, so my rock bottom was actually so recent, like it was really, really recent. I just this morning. No, just this morning, <laughs> yeah. it was just morning. No, I um I had been suppressing so much emotions for so long and I didn't deal with any of my emotions. I just brushed them off and I was like, oh, I'll be fine. But it's like think of a cup. If you keep overfilling your cup, it's gonna have to burst at some mm. point. So I actually broke my ankle. Um, last November and that set everything off I was alone I was with my own thoughts my own head and yeah I suffered really bad with my mental health and I think mental health should be normalized I suffered with severe depression severe panic attacks and severe anxiety and I couldn't leave my house I um, cried every day I wouldn't let my mom go to work because I was so fearful that my family were gonna die like I literally got into such estate i remember the day i actually tried to leave my house and i hadn't left in ages and i got to my hall door i literally walked from my hall door to the edge of my estate and ran home i was so scared and i've gone through 22 years of doing everything for myself and just to get in such that state and i remember going to the doctor and i was like what's wrong with me like am i going mad like am i not well like do i need to go to a psychiatric ward you know like what's happening to me and like I was almost ashamed of that when I came out of that. I was like, oh my God, nobody can ever know that about me. I don't want to ever have to talk about that. And now I just realized that like, this all needs to be normalized. It can happen to anybody, like absolutely anybody. And I think therapy should be cool because therapy is the one thing that has saved me now. I've started cognitive behavior therapy and I am a brand new person. Like, yeah. honestly, I, I went from a state of being in a mind before Christmas of not even wanting to be alive to being so grateful to actually live every day and be healthy. Mm. 
I love that, yeah. It's, it's, I think, like, I think a rock bottoms are the best catalyst for change, yeah. like, you know what I mean? And I can identify with all that stuff, you know, you talked about the negative thoughts, fear the, the parents yeah. passing away, uh, not being able to go down the road, a panic attack, you know? It's yeah. like, I was just, and suppressing emotions, you know? And, I was taught that from a young age. I was taught, I suppose I developed a lot of tools from a young age that mm-hmm. served me at one, one time in my life, but didn't serve, as an adult, they didn't serve me anymore. One of the tools being suppress your emotions, throw them in the backseat, show That's up in the, in the schoolyard and just assume everything's okay. Yeah. If you look okay on the outside, everything be okay on the inside. And I heard a lady say before, you know, she felt like Brown Thomas on the outside and Tesco on the inside. <laughs> oh, you know? that's good. And uh, and that was it, you know, was that I on the I thought I would just showed up and not let people know the inside because I think the narrative is when you're a kid that like a frown or be, to be sad or to be angry is wrong, you yeah. know, and your, your mom tells you from young age, don't get angry, you know, you, you shouldn't get angry, only bald boys get angry. Mm-hmm. So you're thinking straight away, you're like, right, if I get angry, I'm not I'm not lovable, you know what I yeah. mean? So straight away, you're thinking, no, I need to suppress that emotion, like, mm-hmm. you know, and then suppress anxiety and suppress it feeling sad and not to talk about it. Yeah. Everyone needs to be happy all the time, and if you're not happy, you're a hindrance, you know? Well, I honestly can relate to that because I honestly had never suffered with anxiety or anything like that in my entire life i was always someone who was i still am like really driven and just so hard on myself and i never knew when to take a step back and actually have downtime Mm. so that was my downfall and when i experienced that it's it's probably the most frightening thing i've ever experienced because i didn't understand it at the time Mm. i remember even crying to my dad and i was like will you please just help me and like my dad never cries and he started crying and was like jade like i can't help you like this is your head like this is how powerful your mindset can be but thankfully like i was resilient and i came out of that i love that yeah and like not only that experience benefited you and obviously benefited your dad but other people hearing your story like that would benefit and the, the cbt as well was a game changer for me you yeah. know that my, my thoughts create my feelings and my feelings create my behavior or yeah, my actions definitely. like you know and it, it all it all starts with it with a thought like like we were talking about they can carry emotion like and the, the, like the one I heard before was like, imagine you're walking through the desert with a bottle of water mm. and you're walking through the desert and you look down and take a swoop out of your bottle of water and you notice half it's after spinning out and straight away you're like, you fucking idiot, Look, I can't believe you didn't yeah. throw the bottle, what have you you're done, you're like, God, I'm sure you to, how are we going to survive, you know, and keep beating yourself up yeah. and you're looking at this through just a negative mindset, you know, yeah. but then you could say, well, what's the other way of looking at it, saying, well, I still have half a bottle full mm-hmm. you know this could happen to anyone who didn't do it intentionally it was an accident and you know we'll, we'll have enough to get home safely so i'm not gonna i'm not gonna victim be the victim i'm gonna be the survivor yeah. here you know and so straight away just by changing how we look at things if yeah. you change how we look at things the things you look at change that's you a know? perfect example though because only like i remember i got to a stage where i couldn't speak so i couldn't even communicate with people so like people would like i remember my nanny even came down and she was crying and she was like jade like why are you doing this to yourself like this is not you and like it really wasn't but i feel like like that i can honestly say hand on my heart that's the best thing i've ever went through before in my life even though it was so hard it was the best thing i've ever experienced before in my life when i came out of it yeah but that's what they say pain is a touchstone for growth so if you're hoping for someone to say get better or someone to go through you know development or someone to change mm. although we can't change anyone you know but it, it, you're essentially hoping that they go through pain you know because it's only pain that will change it's like when the pain gets bad enough that's when the change will, will commence yeah. like and to every i suppose as well every crisis there's a transition you know if you're 
you know, when you're so uncomfortable at how you, where you are, that you yeah. need to change. Like, imagine you're, do you know when you're on holidays and that you walk on the sand and it's so hot? Yeah. Like, you cannot sit there. Like, yeah. you, you, like you can't stand there. You either have to go run into the ocean or run back to the shade. Mm-hmm. And that's the same when we get that uncomfortable with pain and anxiety and depression that we're like, right, this is so bad. I want to do something. Hence, you reach out to your dad or you reach out to that therapy. Yeah. You know, if it wasn't, and that's what I'm saying, going back to again with the genie, you know, if we had everything we wanted, we wouldn't make an effort to change. We'd never change our attitudes, yeah. our lifestyle, our mindset, you know what I mean? That we'd constantly be just never seeking. Or, and that's the thing we need to kind of like, my, my, um, like my main priority today is that I'm constantly seeking, I'm constantly learning yeah. that where I am, I'm satisfied and I feel whole, but I'm always seeking, I'm always growing, I'm always learning. You know, I was like a guy I'm studying at the moment now, Alan Watts, love all his work, you know, but there was a month ago I was studying a Gantney DeMello and he he knew it, he knew what was going on. And before that it was a Gegar Tall, but he was a hundred percent, you know, so I was like yeah. I get these tunnel visions, but I'm always seeking, always growing yeah. and having an open mind that I realise that like someone tells you something or you're going doing a course or whatever, treat everything like a buffet breakfast at a hotel. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'll leave the sausages, I'll take the beans and the pudding. You know, it's like take what works for you, but don't disregard the, the stuff that maybe isn't working for you, like, you know what I mean? Um, That's what I usually learn. Sorry, it's just Yes, still going. Okay. Um, oh my god, I don't even remember what I was going to say now. Yeah, no, you're grand, like, just to say that, like, that uh, like, pain can be a catalyst for, for change, like, you know what I mean? That, um, you know, when, when things get bad enough, that's that's when the fire, like, look, it's the sad thing is a lot of the time that we have to wait till the fire alarm's going off yeah. until we change. Because you're at rock but, bottom. You, but life isn't about being bubble wrapped and never getting into them challenges. Like, you yeah. know, it's not about, I said it there the other day, it's like a boat, a boat, um, you, you keep a boat, a boat safe in the harbour, but that's not what it's built for. And it's like you're saying that, I, for me, that that came from background of addiction, I know all about cravings. I know that yeah. cravings I have to watch out for. But avoidance is just as bad as cravings. And for me yeah. to live in a place where I'm avoiding relationships because I'm afraid of getting hurt, I'm avoiding jobs because I'm afraid I'm not good enough, or I'm avoiding, you know, socialising because I'm afraid I'll be rejected. You know, yeah. that's not what life's about. No, life's not it's about not. avoiding. As you said, it's about resilience. It's about perseverance. And you know, to, to ride them waves, you know? It's not about yeah. dodging the rain, it's about learning to jump in the puddles, like, you know but what I mean? But that's what I said at the start about, like, everyone comes into your life for a reason or a situation hits you for a reason. Like, you mightn't have gotten that job, but you're gonna get a better job. Yeah. Or you mightn't have worked out with that relationship, but there could be a better relationship down the line. That's the way I look at things. And for a long time, I was like that as well. I was real fearful of, like, relationships or being on my own. And I was just like, oh my God, like, Am I unlovable that I'll be on my own? And in reality, like you actually have to learn to love yourself oh. first before you can love anyone else. My, my thing was that when I was getting into relationships, when I wasn't in love with myself, and yeah. I, like, I, I got into a codependent relationship where I was trying to convince the other person that I was good enough. You know, I'd be wearing and talking mm. and like putting constantly putting up different photos on Instagram. Do they like me now? Do they like yeah. me now? You know, because I didn't feel good enough as I was. Yeah. My default wasn't loving, lovable. Yeah. So I, I became, I morphed into a character. I was trying to sell 
seldom myself yeah, rather I, than knowing that I'm yeah. good enough and that's because it stemmed from a place that I thought I wasn't lovable whereas if I'm getting into a relationship now I know that I'm good enough as I am but I don't need to be anyone else yeah. that, and you find someone that adores your default that adores you for who you are I completely I, I actually had a similar thing happen to me so like I was feeling unworthy feeling shit you know like unlovable stuff like that and I actually had a similar situation because uh, a lad done something to me basically like basically stood me up or whatever but I got like quite upset about that and I apologised for it I was like look oh my god I'm sorry I reacted the way I did and he was like why are you saying that like I'm the one in the wrong like you're making me feel like I'm manipulating you and that's my problem I'm such a people pleaser that I blame myself quicker than I'll let someone else take yeah, responsibility for shitty actions like that's it like like and the thing is, it stems for stem but getting stood up is shitty for any regardless of how yeah. fucking well you are. We will no move on swiftly. It. Yeah, it's swiftly on. But again, it's, it's a the people pleasing thing is a low self esteem. Sure, yeah. I'm not I'm not good enough anyway, sure that's all I'm worth. You know, even my walking into rooms and just being like, Hi, I'm Colin and I'm sorry. You know, and just for being who I am, like, yeah. you know, and just stemming from a low self esteem to say, right, I don't I, I don't deserve better, this is all I'm worthy of, like, you know but, what I mean? Yeah, but- that taught me that I just didn't love myself enough yeah. and I didn't know my own worth yeah. because I, I I basically enabled bad behaviour because I kept letting a person do shitty things to me when really I should have been like see ya yeah, but that's <laughs> do you it. know like well, that's it and it, that, again that was the thing I developed from a young age that I wasn't lovable by my natural state yeah. that I needed to, to, to become someone or be someone so and then when someone rejected me or when someone finally broke up with me or left me I'd be like gosh I wasn't I knew they'd do it on anyway yeah, but my behaviour was off because I had such a fear of them rejecting yeah. me that oh I'd, I'd inevitably push them away you know when they finally couldn't take it anymore from all the pushing I was doing and they'd yeah. break up me I'd say gosh oh, look I knew I wasn't good no, enough anyway no but that happened to me as well I remember I started seeing this guy and my friend was like to me at the start like oh no like he's really interested in you Jade and I was like no no he's not and all and I was like what like what does he want from me like what does he even see in me do you know like I dealt with my own ability and I already like the law of attraction if you put out bad vibes you're gonna get bad vibes so that went to shit in the end because at the start I was like what does he want from me like why does he find me attractive do you know like why does he want to get to know me when I already started with a negative outlook on it before it even begun yeah, and, and see, that's that's the thing that it's about looking at the evidence. And know CBT yeah. talks about that that we can get assumptions. You know, we mm-hmm. just get these mad assumptions, and it's back to that fear thing again. You know, false evidence appearing real, or f- future events appearing real, yeah. and it's the same. Like what? Like it, I want to hear it as well around CBT is the A B C D E A being the activator yeah. event, mm-hmm. B being the belief. C being the consequences, uh, D being the... What is D again? I don't know. <laughs> I've never heard that before. That's new to me. Uh, D is the debate. Yeah. And then E is the emotion. So A, activate or event. I'm with this guy and he, I don't think he likes me. Yeah. B, the belief, I'm not good enough. Yeah. I'm not good looking. Uh, I, it does you know, what, what does he see in me? Mm-hmm. I'm not a good person. Why would he like me? Yeah. Uh, C, being the consequences, the consequences of that, low self-esteem. Yeah. You know, Massive. beating yourself up. Mm-hmm. Or, uh, you know, anxiety, depression, sadness, you know, from them beliefs. Uh, e, Sorry, A, B, C, D, A. Yeah, that's right. D, C, D. D is the debate. D is the logic. What logic, what's the evidence here? What's the the life experience uh, uh, evidence? 
what like well he, he showed up to dates you know he texts me he's, he's, he likes me when we're around each other I've, yeah. I've, I've nothing to I've nothing not, I've no evidence to prove yeah that what I'm that, saying is yeah. true like. so I've no I've, so I've debated so after looking at the evidence I can see yeah, well it does come across as someone that does like me and is fond of me yeah. so everything I've said is just my low self esteem and then E is how do you feel now how's your emotion after you've done that bit of journey and like yeah, how do you feel now well now yeah. that I kind of look at the evidence I'd say yeah maybe, maybe it does like you know I'm just a lot uh, of bollocks I'm just talking that's, <laughs> yeah. that's a lot of thoughts like that's how I live in my thoughts is a lot of times bollocks I wish that my thoughts had like a German accent so I could spot yeah. that bollocks straight away when I had that critic in my head if you had a German accent like I said that's just but a bollocks but if you tell yourself something enough you're gonna believe it 100% and you might and you give energy to you know and if you have that and, and it's like, that's why journaling for me is a game changer yeah. especially on CBT oh that if I'm getting a thought I'm just gonna believe that but then when I actually start to like write the talk down and, and kind of source it out and say really wh- wh- why do I feel like this what feelings yeah. and how does it make me feel and then when I do that then I'm like wow that, that, that was a game changer but that was something huge that I actually learned like in regard to emotions like don't ever act on how you feel on your emotions so say something makes you angry or you're upset don't react on that like give yourself time to understand why you feel like that and then if you still feel like that tomorrow go shout with that person that done that to you do you know what i mean but don't react off like anxiety fear um whatever anything Mm. anger being hurt do you know like don't don't ever make a decision that could be permanent when you're in one of them states yeah but see that's the thing that naturally we're going to get anger we're going to feel embarrassed we're going to feel sorrow it's an inevitable part of being a human being Mm. you know and uh you know and that's what and that's what that's what separates us from the animals is that we have a sense of consciousness that we're aware Mm. of our thoughts and you know but like the negative side of that is that thoughts can make us depressed they can make us anxious they can make us frightened they can make us fearful but on the positive side they can make us uh innovative they can make us uh you know make us change they can make us feel good they can give us joy they can give us stimulation Mm -hmm. they you know so there's two ends of this but if we're if we're like with cbt is like that uh your feelings uh sorry your thoughts the feelings the actions that if i am angry i don't need to react on it because when i was a kid you'd get angry you know you'd you'd have the tantrum you throw your toys out of pram you slam the doors (laughs) you pass aggressive you're fucking sighing you know where you were angry everyone had to know about it and there was you just complete nuclear reaction whereas if you feel angry now you, you don't have to act on it or yeah. harm people harm yourself that's even have negative thoughts sorry for interrupting you no. that's ultimately how powerful your head is as yeah. well because you shouldn't act on an emotion either you should understand why you feel that emotion and if you still feel so hurt by that then express it yeah. but in a mature way not just off the bat reaction mm. because when you give a reaction off the bat when you feel like in such a high vulnerable state of like emotions it's gonna ultimately end bad yeah and that's the thing it's like like if we if we can like spot our thoughts before it takes off like you know what i mean that Mm. it's it's like it's like i suppose for me i can't see making the the wrong decision over times but that's how i've learned today to be able to make the right decisions like to say right i'm not going to give them my thoughts right i'm going to do a bit of journey on this i'm not going to let it take over how how i 
how it's going to consume my day today, like, you know what yeah. I mean? Because we, we can do that so easy, where we get taught and straight away we take it for gospel, like, and to be able to say, right, this this isn't the case, like, you know? Yeah. But I think mistakes are inevitable. Like, yeah. you're never going to go through life and not make mistakes, but that's another thing I learned. I used to beat myself up so much, like, if I'd done someone wrong or if I hurt someone's feelings, and I'd be like, you're such a bad person, Jade, when in reality, like, we're all human. Like, we make mistakes, we say the fucking wrong things, we mess up, and we just have to accept that and learn from it. Yeah, 100%. And it's like mistakes are like they're inevitable, and but then we, we grow from them, like you yeah. know, that's that's essentially what intelligence is. That right, I put my hand on the stove, I don't do that again. You know, yeah, exactly. I was on the bike the other day, and it's coming around the corner too fast, and it came off the bike, hurt my wrist. But it, like, it, it was a painful thing, but I won't do that again yeah. because of it, like, you know yeah. what I mean? So and it's a lot of the time when we, you know, maybe get into relationships that we see red flags and we're like, ah, oh, be grand, yeah, you know what I mean? But, and a lot of the time when we remember getting into relationships, I wouldn't ignore red flags, they paint them fucking green, like, you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, no, and but you would. You're Because you, you really like someone, you're so blinded by how they carry on sometimes, yeah. when in reality you have to take the emotions out of it and be like, hang on a second, like, if i done that to that person, would they still yeah. want to talk to me? But that's the thing, and you said that it would control of your emotion and that's it's a great place when you're not influenced and controlled yeah. by your emotion that you're not a slave to your emotion or a slave to trying to seek validation like you yeah, know and jumping into jumping into relationships and it, again it's back to childhood you know that we can we can pick up all these roles you know if I'm a fixer I, I need to be needed I need yeah. to be with someone that needs me so I can fix them or if I'm the like if I'm abandoned I'm getting into relationships if I'm terrified that I'll be abandoned yeah. I'll be rejected again that I'm not good enough that's where you need to find, like you said, be your own best friend and yeah. know your worth and know who you are and know, be unapologetically you. Yeah, really. Like in, in over in China, right? They have a, they believe in the Tao. And okay. the day was like, uh, it, it's a Mandarin Chinese for the principles of nature. Okay. And what they believe is that if I was to, say if I was to kill that guy over there, I'd be essentially committing suicide because what's in me is in him. And they believe that the outside of your body is nothing more than a support for your energy that's on the inside. Okay. That everyone has this pure, untethered energy. And that in the Western world, we put so much emphasis on the outside of the car rather than worrying about well, yeah. what's going on on the inside. Like, but even you know when I mean? you were talking about social media and like validation and stuff like that, like that's huge. Like mm. you'd even be like, oh, that person didn't like my photo on Instagram. Jeez, they must not like me. Do you know? Mm. And I used to be someone like that being like, Jesus, like they didn't like my picture. And now I'm like, likes don't mean anything. You don't need validation yeah. from the yeah. internet. You don't need validation from others. You need to validate yourself and know your own worth. Yeah, that's it. And if, if you come from a place of low self-esteem, you'll gravitate towards needing validation on yeah. social media or needing validation a patting your back off the boss yeah. or needing someone to text you back straight yeah, away exactly. or whatever it can manifest into all these different mm. things but it's about addressing the, the root of the problem like, yeah. you know what I mean that what, what is the root of the problem and getting down there and again like, they say like, from a young age we developed the three A's the three needs need for attention okay. the need for affection <laughs> okay. and the need for acceptance okay, and we yeah. spend the whole lives trying to get them three things we need attention we need affection mm -hmm. we need uh, acceptance you know because again as we were we were led to believe that we're not good enough or lovable in our default state our natural state yeah. and we need to morph in or develop yeah. or be someone else to be to become lovable and you know and we spend our whole life we spend our, as a childhood as kids oh, grow up don't do that don't do this and then as adults we go back to therapy and they're like oh you need to go back and, yeah, and tell no, that kid to definitely. be a kid again yeah. like, you know but even talking about being someone else like i read a book the other day and it actually changed my life like i read it in three days and it's called be a badass 
But one of the quotes in it was, wanting to be someone else is a wasted person you are. Yeah. And that's so powerful. It's like, why would you want to be someone else when you can be uniquely you? Yeah. But, and that's the mad thing that we put, we spend our whole life trying to be someone else. I need to realise there's no better version of us out there. Mm. And again, it comes back to everyone. I, I suppose it's the materialistic world that we're in now. That everyone's just craving for that, for that six pack. We just look this yeah. well and get all them followers, get all them likes, then I'll be happy. But today, what I've learned is that I want a six pack on my intellect. I want a six pack on yeah. my emotional balance. Definitely. I want a six pack on my spiritual health. You know, I want a six pack on my fucking. Your mindset, really. My whole yeah. mindset. Like, no, that's it's just, more important. That's just one small aspect of a whole range, yeah. of, a whole range of a spectrum. Like, and it's not just about catering for one thing. It's about catering for the whole, for the whole thing. Like, you know no, what I mean? definitely. Because I remember I used to struggle like really bad, like with like confidence and self-esteem. Like I still am. Like I'm learning. I'm getting there. I will get there, and I believe I will. But like even with body confidence, I remember two years ago, like I used to beat myself down so much being like oh well if you don't train this much like you're so lazy you're such a waste of space like you're not going to ever get that body that you want and in reality like you have to be happy with what you have now and what you bring to the table now and then you'll be happier when you get to your goal yeah yeah, yeah but that is not it though if you have like uh, yeah no but it's so true yeah, like it really is look if you have a good if you have a good foundation then and good compost down them fucking trees will start to exactly. like, you know blow up like you know and it's about um it is the fundamental thing is learning to like yourself, learning to yeah. love yourself, and be kind to yourself. Be your own best friend. Be your own best friend. <laughs> yeah, bring, it, bring yourself out on a yeah. day. You know, treat yourself like you know. But um, that's that's another thing, even in regard to emotions. Like, your mind is so powerful because you have the power with how you react to things. So, like, a perfect example would have been like a couple of weeks ago, I was applying for new school placements because in the end, I actually ended up deferring my college course for two months, and I thought this was the end of the world at the time. But I actually prioritized my mental health first. Um, but I'm going back to college now next month and I'm actually so looking forward to it but anyway um, so I was looking for a new skill placement but I was sending out tons of emails and I actually sent an email to praising the wrong school to the wrong school basically and I was like oh shit and then I was like do you know what I'll just send an email and be like please disregard the above email and like a month before that, I would have reacted to being like, oh my God, my life's over. Like, I'm after ruining my re reputation. And then I was just like, do you know what? It was a complete accident. It's fine. This is where the law of attra attraction steps in because the next day, the email bounced back and it wasn't even the right email. So I was like, there you go. Like, when you look at things positively, even when they may be a negative situation and find solutions, like... There's better there outcomes. Is. There's, there's a strawberry in every situation. Yeah, like. I remember this guy telling me the story, like about this mouse is getting chased by a lion, and uh, the lion, so the mouse at the edge of a cliff, and the lion comes and he has to jump, and he's just he grabs onto this vine and he's just swinging there, and he looks up, he sees the fucking lion there gnawing away at the vine, mm. and he looks down, he sees all these crocodiles come away from it to fall and get eaten, and he just looks to his left and he sees this big, massive uh, strawberry. And he just takes a bite out of it and he's just like, wow, this is the, this is the best strawberry I've ever had. Yeah. What a beautiful moment. Like, and that's the thing that no matter how challenging or overwhelming things can get, there's always a strawberry in every situation, be it a change in you or, or um, you know, some sort of motivator. Like, there's a transition in every crisis. And like you talked about there with college, I'm in the exact same boat. Like, I was in a like, high-end uh, job there yeah. in IT for the last couple of years, the last five years. It was a very, um, very stressful job, like, yeah. you know, took a battering on my mental health but because I had I suppose really good mindset yeah. and really good tools in place I 
I lasted there a lot longer than yeah. other people didn't like you know what I mean they yeah. were leaving and you know people going out sick for ages where I was able to kind of become resilient because of the tools that I developed yeah. over time including the CBT the journal and the gratitude and um, you know but eventually I was a girl I had enough and I handed my notice and went travelling Asia on my own just solo backpacking for three months just in last December that's incredible like. oh I loved it and I was just on my own backpacking meeting people in hostels and all. then I came home and I was like I don't want to get back into that rat race I want to do like something that can help people I do something yeah. more holistic so I'm in, I'm in UCD now doing uh, sociology and social policy oh my god but, I've done sociology yeah, in yeah, UCD I've done some yeah. modules yeah. yeah it's so good and so what my thing now is that um like I, I, I left that job I left a whole set of problems by leaving that job yeah. but I think going back to college I've incorporated a new set of problems just mm-hmm. around like money and a few other things and it's like you're definitely going to be poor as yeah. let me tell you that I've been doing it for six years yeah. now <laughs> honestly you know so my thing is now do I, like I'm kind of think, considering giving up college and going back to work again mm. because I just think four years might be a bit of a stretch like you yeah. know but it's not to say there's anything wrong with that my thing is that I I have the self-confidence in myself to say, look, I, I was able to leave my job and not be afraid. Yeah, feel and fear and do it anyway. And feel fear <laughs> and do it anyway. And if I need to leave my college course because I don't feel it, it's it's serving me at the moment or it's not for me at the moment, I can as well because I believe in myself, I believe in decisions that yeah. I make that I'm good enough today for change. I'm good but enough that, to make them that decisions. That boils back to validation again. You're mm. afraid. Like, I'm very much like that. I was like, oh my God, like, how can I take time out of college and defer my course? What are people going to think of me? And if I anything that's your head and that's how powerful it is because I remember my friends being like no take the time your mental health is your priority like working yourself my friend sent me a beautiful text the other day saying so proud of you like you're like a different person like you've came on leaps and bounds and you looked after you first and I just think that's so important 100% and it is mad like I think Charles Charles Watson is it was a poet and he had this famous saying that I don't I don't I'm not what you think I'm not what I am I'm not what you think I am I am what you think what I am so it's like we're constantly doing other people's thinking and what yeah. just, what would they think what they feel about judging what other people yeah. think of you but in reality what people think of you is none of your business yeah like and, really and no, no one's really thinking about you because <laughs> no, exactly. I'm sitting here going she's a wonder I'm worried what Jay thinks of me and Jay's probably sitting there she's a wonder what Colin thinks of me and Mary over there is worried about what John thinks Wait, of her I actually, I actually done this like little course thing on someone she's like a life coach kind of thing and she was talking about like like people prejudging other people right and like she was saying right jesus me and my friend went, to walk, went on a walk the other day and the girl was wearing flip-flops and she turned around and she was like oh like that's so strange like in the middle of winter wearing flip-flops but the conversation was directed to jeez i'd love to be on holidays so no one's really actually thinking about you and if they are talking about you it's for like two seconds yeah. and it's reverted back to yourself but that's it and see everyone gets freaked out thinking that everyone's like just like even the way social media is designed you, you're strolling through on Instagram or going from story to story they only last a couple of seconds and then the next one is on it's like it's the same with like thoughts uh, if someone does geez look at fucking Jade around that sombrero there you know yeah. straight away it's I oh, look at John over there doing, you know that no one's everyone's no one's that nobody cares that much yeah, no yeah. Um, but that's another perfect example social media like I love social media and I think social media has its benefits with like inspirational things but social media can be your own worst enemy as well yeah. because when I was going through rock bottom 
I put pictures on social media and you would have never thought it was that wrong with me. Mm, but see, it's all about, like, it's end that we ha we have to look examine our relationship with everything. You mm. know, like social media can be a great thing, a great tool. And I used to have an unhealthy relationship with social media, yeah. like that craving validation. Please just like me. I'm always gonna be yeah. calling house to house, going, "Oh, yeah, I'm calling. Do you like it's me?" It's a persona oh. though as well. You're putting your best life. You, yeah. You're never gonna see me put a photo of myself crying on right. Instagram. But see, and but my, my thing was as soon as we changed my relationship with social media to say well, can I put stuff out that's positive or can I put stuff yeah. out to educate people or can I put stuff out that'll benefit people I started to actually enjoy social yeah. media and I didn't use it from a place of please accept me yeah. I'm not good and I can't validate myself so will you please validate me yeah. and that's when I started to actually enjoy social media that yeah. I didn't I wasn't using it for the wrong reasons and I think that's yeah. the same with anything what, what's your motive that if you're drinking to numb out your yeah, emotions definitely. that's going to impact you you know if you're eating to make you feel good that's kind of what's your why good. that was important yeah what's your motive it's the same social media if you're using it using an external to fix your internal yeah it's never going to become healthy that's a perfect example because i remember i will never forget lockdown started last year and i started doing like fashion videos and fitness videos and i was like oh my god like and like it took me ages before I even posted them yeah. and when I did post them I'd throw the phone away and I'd turn it off and be like oh my god what are people going to think of me and in reality I've done that because I enjoyed that so why the fuck not like but that's the thing we get same with the podcast yeah. I was like oh my god Colin I can't talk to you on the yeah. on the podcast and why not like it's just like I talk for Ireland so yeah. I may as well use my voice yeah <laughs> that's the thing again but it's not we're not worried about what other people think of us subconsciously we're worried about what we're worried it's that inner judge that we're worried about that we're judging ourselves like you know what I mean yeah. and when we can see that it's not the other person that we're worried about like if you walk say if you were to walk into a forest and you've seen all these like trees some are tall some are small mm -hmm. some are fat some are skinny you don't think they're perfect you wouldn't judge them exactly but if you walk into a crowd of humans and, say, and then straight away you start judging them, mm -hmm. they're tall they're small they're, they're, they're thick they're, they're skinny whatever you know that's the, that's stemming again from judgement and where yep. does judgement stem from fear and where does fear stem from low self esteem but so, that's exactly it like yeah. I think if you've nothing nice to say don't say it at all yeah. like I see things I actually was watching a girl on Instagram I can't even remember her name she was talking earlier about like people writing really nasty things under people's posts like what benefit do you actually get like what purpose yeah. does that serve your life to sit behind a computer screen or your iPhone or your phone or whatever and write something mean to someone else like how okay. is that gonna make so, you feel better well, it's like it's like I was always told that hurt people hurt people yeah. probably one of the best things I was ever told that the people that are angry need your compassion yeah. and your love more than the people that are happy because that person that's rude in the coffee shop or that person that's beating the horn like crazy in the traffic jam you know they're, they're, they're not probably suffering with their head, yeah, they're well. probably suffering and you know like that you know put up a boundary but don't don't react you know if yeah. they're making you feel bad you know put that boundary up but as soon as i react to that person I'm yeah just you're giving bad. them what they want if someone like inevitably someone's got, and i hate that i watch like, if i put something on social media and i get a hundred positive comments but i get one negative one and we're gonna stay up on i think like that one negative one no. if we go to the pub and a hundred people in the pub writing but that one guy gave me a dirty look and we're gonna just focus on that one guy that doesn't like you also need to remember that you're not always going to be everyone's cup of tea and that's yeah. okay yeah like some people like steak some people like lobster yeah. you know what i mean and it's a sign that everyone's going to like you and everyone's going to find it attractive and 
everyone's gonna think you're funny and like and it's about knowing that just cause like just if you walk down the road and like I know my dog contact with me does that mean I'm not a good person like you yeah. know and like we, we, we it's about challenging over analyzing like, oh, so you need to it. challenge them shitty negative thoughts but like again like and I think the whole theme of this chat is talking about thoughts and, and being yeah. in the head and I think the, the fundamental solution to everything is just being more in the present moment. Yeah. If I'm in the present, I'm not in my thoughts. I'm sitting here admiring the trees, noticing the sky, you know, listening to the birds, engaging in conversations <laughs> and being giving my full attention like to, to the present moment. Mm. Then them thoughts aren't there and then I, I strip back into the thoughts and I just gently bring myself back into the present. Yeah. And but, that, yeah. No, but I also believe that like it's important to express your emotions because that's what I didn't do. I built, let them build up, and you can't like, you have to fill your own cup up basically before you fill yeah, up someone else. But if yeah. you fill your cup up too much with like emotions that you don't deal with, then it's gonna explode like it did for me. But basically, what I do, journaling is absolutely incredible. Journal how you feel and let it go. Don't let it consume your life. If yeah. something bothers you, upsets you, write it down, have a good cry, let it out, and then move on with your life. Tomorrow's a new day. Yeah. Yeah, no, that, that's it 100%. And I suppose, like, being able to, I meditation for me is a good one because I can actually meditate into the thought or into the feeling yeah. and see what, what is it, like, what, what's going on. And not being able to let, allow my, uh, allow my emotions consume me. Yeah, that's yeah. just observe them, observe. Like, all, all suffering is, is created in the mind, is created yeah, in our thoughts. Is. And when I'm able to observe them, you know what I mean? As if I'm observing the fucking my hand like you say your mind you're, obs- yeah. you're like you're, you're, we're not our minds yeah. you know we're 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 more we're we're, we're separate to our minds yeah. if you said my hand your hand is there yeah, you your knee it, you yeah. can see it but your mind because you can't see it, you think That's it's you also noticed as well about mental health and there's such a huge stigma around it like i broke my ankle every all the teachers were in, in school were like oh my god jade you poor thing do you know like coming in here working on crutches and all do you know but no one sees that you're suffering mentally. Yeah, but see, but that's the thing that we can't see our senses with our five yeah. senses. It doesn't, it doesn't exist like that. And, yeah. uh, you know, and again, that's why it is important to be able to have conversations like this and say, look, it is okay not to be okay, so, yeah. you know, and that we're going to get them them challenging times. Yeah. Well, I think since the lockdown, a lot more people are getting up and honest, and there's a lot of kind of well-being and mental health conversations it's being so, had. It's like, so, so important, I think, like, especially like mental health is huge and like i never understood it like before because i like, know people that would suffer with mental health but like i didn't understand it before but now i understand it and realize that jesus your head is so powerful yeah no 100 and you need you need like you need to look after your mind and like living in a state of stress all the time you're, you're building up like all this high levels of cortisol and yeah you know cortisol it can be like a silent killer i was reading like articles about people with, like alzheimer's and people with you know dementia mm-hmm. and the people that were quite getting checked into like these nursing homes in their 50s because they came from really stressful jobs you know it's and, not worth oh, it i just think it's so important to do a job that fulfills you and gives you a sense of a sense of purpose not yeah. for a big paycheck or how fancy you look or for social like social society to yeah. accept you like but that's it but even again if you, if you change how you look at it like if you change how you look at it and how you process it like nothing on the external needs to change you know what i mean it's just about how we're how with the labels we're attaching to it or the, or how we're conceiving it like you know what i mean yeah it's again like we were saying when you got stood up you know it's like saying you label it straight up negatively straight away but yeah. then you start to challenge it and say wait why is this my core belief why is this my pattern yeah. like you know exactly and there's always a story there's always a different story 
to like just the one in your head as well mm. but that that's another thing like i used to live off stress like i ran off stress throughout college and that's why i can understand why you're like oh, i don't know whether to take a step back like it's hard it's fucking hard and it takes so sorry for cursing there oh my god it takes so much of a toll on your mental health and like i done that for years i turned to training i turned to training and i constantly i brushed everything under the carpet and i was like oh, i'll go train today and i'll feel better and i done that six times a week sometimes even twice a day sometimes and it ran me into the ground you need to realize that you can't rely on external things to make you feel okay yeah yeah but that's the thing like we and we're constantly looking at the external to fill the internal and I, Wayne Dyer used to have this really good analogy where he'd say, imagine you dropped your keys in the house yeah. and you're looking, but there's no lights on in the house and you're looking around everywhere, you know, and you could go outside to the garden mm. because there's lights out there and you start looking for the keys and next thing your neighbour comes on, he's helping you. And he's like, w where did you drop the keys? I dropped them in the house. He goes, why are you looking out here? Because yeah. there's lights out here. And he said, that's our problem is that we're always looking on the outside of ourselves yeah. because we can see it, you know what I mean? Rather than looking on the inside and saying what it is. Like fear, like that's one thing I've learned is that like say for example fear of rejection or like just fear of anything like things that don't work out redirect you in a different path mm -hmm. that's what I believe like every single thing down to a T happens in your life for a reason and yeah. you go like that rock bottom I couldn't tell you why that happened but it needed to happen for mm -hmm. me to find myself and realize that like no, you are good enough to do what you want to do in this life and we're not here forever so I don't know why I keep caring yeah. about what people think. But that, see, that's the thing and what I found when I was doing like a mental health course that a lot of our mental health thoughts and beliefs they're all primal tools like they're all mm. there like from a biological perspective like the fear of rejection is uh, if I'm rejected that means I won't find a mate that means I can't Mm. You know, I can't reproduce, so I'm not good, or if I'm not accepted by the tribe, I won't, I won't survive because you need people to survive. Or if I'm fucking like, um, you know, if, if the cortisol, the fight or flight, that's yeah. the survival instinct yeah. to say, I have to watch out for the fucking predators or the dinosaurs or the lions. That's you know not healthy, I mean? living in that state. And I believe, like, when you interact with people, like, listen to your body, listen mm. to your gut feelings. If you're having a constant sense of anxiety around someone all the time, they're not they shouldn't be around you they're not serving you if they are yeah but it's about having enough love for yourself to say right i'm gonna stop fucking like being around this this is it's a form of self-harm and even around people that make me feel less than mm. you know why am i why am i selling myself so short to say this is all i'm worthy of yeah you don't deserve that yeah like, and, and that's one thing you have to learn like i only learned that recently that i put myself around particular people that didn't serve me and i was like sure i don't deserve any better and now i'm changing my mindset to be like hang on a second i deserve a hell of a lot better mm, yeah and that's i think that's the mindset you have to get into is yeah. at the end of the day this is your life you choose what you want to do with it yeah and we're not here forever there's no do-overs there's no practice runs this is it and if like, my, my, my philosophy today <laughs> is just live in a state of fun and a state of joy you mm. know what i mean because that's the thing we can get, take stuff so serious and have expectations and you know what I mean then we just realise that like, you know what, what's life all about like you're breaking yeah, a hole for yeah. a mortgage or for a feckin nice car and then it's like right now what it's you like know what societal I mean? um, expectations so if you're not married by 30 or you don't have kids by 30 yeah. or you don't have a mortgage by 30 what you're a failure I don't yeah. think so like I think hello we're in 2021 now like typical stereotypes need to change yeah and rules like it, it doesn't exist anymore like it's so expensive to get a mortgage you don't like if you like i look at say like oh my god like i'm so inspired by i don't know if you know sinead Hegg or um siobhan o'hagan 
these are two people like I would look up to a lot and they're just so like incredible and that's why when I started getting into mindset and all the books and all the reading and they're just like honestly incredible but like they just up and left and they're traveling around the world and that's how they're living their life and they they don't need to have like this big mortgage or they don't feel like I, you're one Sinead Hegg she she was scraping by traveling and she didn't care because she found her purpose through that and sometimes like you said you have to go through the hard times to find your purpose right we just yeah, we 30 seconds left. So much. 30 seconds left. <laughs> For you, what is happiness? What's the meaning oh, of happiness? Jesus, that's very big. Um, living a life that feels purposeful, really. Like just being you unapologetically and not caring what anyone thinks. I love that. And stay joy. <laughs> right, Jay. It's been a pleasure. That's your your nice. first podcast. Oh my god, you actually wasn't that hard. It's not, it's just a chat. <laughs> <laughs>